Well, welcome everyone to the Power Half Hour. Every single Wednesday, we interview a top agent in North America. And today, we have no other than Mr. Nabil Galani. Hello, sir. Thank you for coming to our show. Thank you, John. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, everyone. Um, hope everyone's having a good, uh, a good day so far. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And Nabil just came back from World Cup. Uh, total bucket listing. Uh, first of all, I guess what what was that like? What was that experience like? Oh, um, yeah, definitely incredible experience. Um, you know, for me, I uh, I grew up playing uh, playing soccer since I was like you know a kid. Like I probably would say I I uh, learned how to dribble before walking. <laughs> um, wow. So for me, it's yeah, for me, it's just been amazing to actually go and you know watch a sport that I love and and. Uh, truly an experience of a lifetime that that is amazing and guys you know uh, nabil is a very busy realtor and he found time to pursue his bucket list his passion and you know you can too uh we work right to live our life we don't live to work so congratulations on making that happen for yourself um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Nabil. How did you get started in real estate? Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, I, I still consider myself a, a pretty young guy, but I, I feel like I got into the industry pretty early. So I got licensed uh, right out of high school, 19 years old. I I, uh, I struggled to find a career that I uh, that I enjoyed, and and so at that point, you know, real estate for me, there was a couple different uh, factors that uh, you know grasped me to the industry and. You know, I think the first one is I love people. I find that I can connect with people from all various different backgrounds. Uh, the second thing was just having the freedom of, you know, your own your own job, your own lifestyle. Uh, the sky is the limit. You know, if you want to go and make a few million bucks a year, you can, uh, as we all know. And if you mm -hmm. want to just also kind of have a, a really good balanced life as well, you can do that. So there's a lot of things that uh, stood out to me. And so... Uh, I just went and got licensed and I, I jumped right into it. That's awesome, man. So how, how many years now in real estate? Uh, it's been, it's been seven years now. Seven years, man. So you're still yeah. a really, really young guy at 26 years old, but a ton of yeah. experience now, yeah. uh, at, uh, in, in real estate here. And when you started, you know, cause I hear this all the time because a lot of younger agents are joining the real estate business these days. <laughs> I don't have any people who want to buy or sell. What do you say to that? <laughs> oh, you know what? You got to go and find those people. They're just not going to call you. They're not going to trust you. Um, I had family and friends who I, I'd spoken to before getting my license, and they're like, you know, don't worry. When you get your license, I'll buy. I'll buy from you. And and I got my license, and uh, you know, and they just didn't trust me. And so you're gonna you're gonna get that. It's almost as if I always tell people the people want to work with you when you're too busy for them. If that makes sense. It's kind of weird, but that's mm. kind of, it's kind of the mentality when I got into the industry, it's like, you almost have to uh, go find other clients. And then those people are going to realize that, Hey, Nabil is too busy for me now. You know, he doesn't need my business. So now I kind of want to work with him. Right. Um, it's weird how it works, but crazy. yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I found, you know, I found I, that. I, I, yeah. So, sorry, go ahead. There's a bit of a leg. 
Oh, no problem. Yeah, no, I, I found that uh, it's a very interesting dynamic, but that's just the reality of the of the situation, right? And you can't you can't let that bother you or get to you. You just have to kind of, you know, as you know, you just kind of got to learn from it and uh, and keep moving forward, right? Absolutely. And, you know, as a young agent, uh, I think that is the mentality and that is what we experience. Even when I started, I, I started at uh, 26, how old you are right now. And I still was getting um, those types of, of thoughts from my family and friends, right? They didn't trust me because I was a young kid. So I really had to prove myself, so to speak. And one of my mentors, Daryl Rutherford, he said, uh, if you need it, you can't have it. And when you don't need it, you can have all that you want. And I think that applies to what we're talking about right now. So if you didn't get business from your family and friends, where did you get your business from? Uh, good question, John. So for me, I found uh, the number one thing that helped me was open houses. So every Saturday and Sunday, I would just feed off a couple agents. Uh, I started off at Remax. Um, I did join a mentor. I highly recommend any new agents getting into the business. Just learn from a mentor. Like don't, even if you're not going to get paid anything, just because the money is, you know, the, the, the experience you're going to get is invaluable. Uh, for me, the, mm. the experience I got was like getting a paycheck, you know? So, uh, so I did open houses every Saturday and Sunday. And then uh, it was only a matter of time that I, um, you know, uh, a client walked in, they were looking for something and, and boom. And then, you know, that, that client fast forward is actually still a client today, seven years later. It's crazy how that works. Right. So I've actually done like maybe five or six transactions of them so far. So, um, but, so that's kind of what I did. I just did open houses. Um, and that's how I got my business going. That's it. It sounds so simple. And, and agents <laughs> these days ask me, where are you getting your business? Where, who should I call? I'm like, do open houses. I'm like, Oh, really? I'm like, yeah, really go do open all the open houses you can. If you don't have listings, you know, call someone, uh, in, in your brokerage who has listings and just, just do them, yeah. just do them. And you know, that client today is still a client. Right. Yep. And you just put in the work and you didn't beg your family and friends. They wouldn't give it, uh, give you business anyways, guys. It's as simple as that going out there and putting in the work. So how long did it take, uh, from when, when you got started at 19 years old, how long did it take for you to get your first transaction as a 19 year old? So it took me, uh, for my first, I think it was my first eight months, I didn't do a deal. Um, kind of sucked because I almost at that point, like I was already in a deficit in my business, you know, with all the fees you have, uh, I was, you know, I was, yeah, I was already losing money. So I'm like, okay, gosh, I gotta get a, at that point, I'm like, I need to get a deal done. So, uh, I got, you know, I got lucky, but I also, you know, it was just worked out. So I, I met that client and I, and I did a deal after eight months. Uh, and then my second year I managed to do another about two or three deals. So it wasn't, it wasn't much, but it, it kept me going. Um, so I, at that point, like I had reached three years in the business and I was still just breaking even, uh, you know, if you were looking at the numbers mm -hmm. and then my, my fourth year was when it, you know, finally started to kind of become a real profitable business. Um, but really mm -hmm. the, the first three years was just like, uh, you know, it, it was just, it was just a lot of learning and it didn't really feel like a prop, like I didn't 
feel like a realtor. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. You know, it, you it's kind of that. I, it, a lot of days I feel like I, I'm not a realtor, you know, when even, you're not yeah. taking listings or you're like, like, Oh, wait a minute, nothing's going yeah. on. You don't feel like a realtor. You're like, well, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. But geez, Nabil, well, kudos to you because eight months without deals, most people would have quit. Right. And then even in second year, you did two to three. And then it was just a little bit, little bit, little bit. Guys, it took four years for Nabil to be profitable as a realtor. Four years. The main question I have right now is why didn't you quit? Well, that's a good question, John. Because to be honest, it did occur. Like, it, I'm not getting it to you every day in my mind. I'm like, you know what? Like, is this the right career for me? Am I, am I doing things right? I had a lot of, you know, we all had to struggle, right? So for me, I've always been uh, a key um, attribute that I've always lived by is patience. You know, you, you got to be uh, patient in whatever you do. Like you can't, as much as I want to be, a, you know, a, a million dollar agent one day in my career, that's that's the goal. Uh, I just know it's not going to come overnight. You know, it, it's if it, if it came to me overnight, it's just, it's not worth it. And it's, to you know everyone would be a million dollar agent right so for me i've just always had that patient mentality where you know you gotta you gotta be patient you gotta put in the work and you gotta fall in love with the uh the journey right so that's why i didn't quit i always told myself that i've you know we gotta keep going right wow hey guys if you're going through a tough time right now tell yourself you have to keep going and you gotta love the journey it isn't really about the money or the results. If you don't enjoy the journey, the money won't come if you don't enjoy the journey. Exactly. Four years, guys, to become profitable <laughs> as a realtor. Can you imagine what was going on in Nabil's head? Man, kudos to you for not uh, quitting. And guys, patience. Patience in a, a Latin root word is patenti. This is what uh, my other mentors taught me is uh, suffering. So Nabil suffered for four years, guys. How long have you suffered before you'll quit? Nabil never quit and he's still here today, right? So big congratulations. I didn't know about your story. That's absolutely inspiring. Oh, and I think a, a really, really inspiring to a lot of young agents today because we're in that market right now. If you just got in, it's not easy. It's not like the dream market of 2020, 2021. So as uh as a younger agent, um, what advice do you have for people just like yourself, 19, 20, 21, and they're going through that grind right now, not making any money? What, what advice do you have for those agents? Um, that's a good question. I think the advice that I have is, um, is you, you gotta, you know, if, if the deals are not going to come right away, you need to enable yourself to, to learn and, and grow because at the end of the day, you are your you know, you are your business. So you have to, uh, you got to learn every day and you, and you need to, you need to grow and be better every day. So whether it's, you know, sitting down in front of the laptop, I kid you not, and just learning the market, you know, what's selling in what areas, uh, just product knowledge, understanding the markets, um, you know, from not just a local standpoint, but from even worldwide, like just to, just to know what's going on. And so, and, and you're going to thank yourself because you'll have a conversation in the future with a client and you're just going to wow them or you'll be at an open house and you'll be able to speak with confidence. And I think that will, uh, that will help you 
get those clients and it will help you. It'll just help you be confident, right? Like once you get to that point of when, when you know, kind of, you know, you kind of know everything and, and you're confident that's going to help you grow. So my advice is just to, to keep learning. Don't stop learning. Uh, as soon as you stop learning, that's when you're, you're going to, uh, you're just doing yourself a disadvantage. Yeah, absolutely. You guys, you got to keep learning, especially the younger agents. Um, obviously, don't read the news too much, but you need to know what's going on in the world to be able to advise your clients whether or not this is a good time to buy or sell. What are the market stats like? Really know your product. Really know the, what the market is doing. What's selling? What's not selling? Right. So when you're at the open house, because you're doing open house anyway, Saturday, Sunday, two open houses a day, you need to have those educated conversations. And that's when you get an opportunity to earn a client. Right? So that's what Nabil did as a younger agent. Right? And that's how he's successful today. Patience. Right. Keep learning and keep grinding Four years. I want to reiterate again, four years <laughs> become profitable. Right. Nabil, uh, so uh, when did you get into, this is a uh, switching gears now, when did you get into luxury real estate for yourself? Uh, so I, I switched brokerages and I found myself into a uh, into luxury segment. Um, I now have uh, a business partner and a colleague who I'm sure you've, you've also heard of. So she's uh, very into the luxury game. And so this was a change in my career. I got this opportunity to, you know, leave my mentor at that time and, and join this team. And uh, this is another thing that I want to reiterate is, you know, you gotta, you've got to, if you want to grow, you've got to also change, right? Like what you know, you can't, as soon as yeah. you uh, find yourself making a change and you're scared, if you, if you have fear of making that change, that's the right choice for you. You know, you got to, you got to do it. So I was, mm. I was scared. Like it, I felt like I was jumping into the end of a swimming pool, you know, and I, and I was like drowning. Yeah. Um, but I did it. And so uh, I found myself joining like a, a team that, you know, we went from doing maybe, I don't know, 10 to 20 deals to now doing like almost like at that point, like maybe 75 to 100 deals. So it was a, it was a big change, uh, a lot more fast paced, uh, different product luxury. Yeah. So I was starting to learn about the luxury game now. So that's kind of uh, what happened. Um, but it was awesome. I, I learned you know, so much every day. And, and then I got to a point where I was very confident and also just doing these deals by myself. Um, so I, I joined that luxury team and then, you know, we, we had worked together for about a few years, like maybe three years, uh, doing mostly luxury. Mm. Out in the West North shore, West Vancouver, North, North shore. Vancouver? Yeah. Yeah. North shore. So North Vancouver and, and West Vancouver. Yeah. So as a younger agent, you know, four years in the business, then you jumped into luxury. So uh, if you want to learn about luxury, join a luxury team. It's okay. Right. And learn from there. What I'm getting from you is always have had a mentor. Even when you had a mentor, it doesn't mean that everything is fine and dandy. All is like all is well and easy. It's, that does not mean that. It means that you still need to put in the grind. You still need to be patient all at the same time, having someone guiding you, right? Yeah. So uh, years and years of now, three years of luxury, uh, as, as we all know now that, now that you switch to EXP, um, I get a lot of questions about this, like it, it, EXP does not, uh, luxury does not exist at EXP. Well, what do you say to that? Um, I've heard it too, and my 
my my perception on this is uh you know and and i'll be i'll be really honest john i don't know if i'm allowed to be this honest but nowadays it, it's all it all comes down to you so if you want to call yourself a luxury agent you're a luxury agent i mean if you if you feel like you have the knowledge and the mindset and and the you know the marketing background and whatever it takes to sell luxury then you can do it so it doesn't matter what brokerage you're with like people might say hey exp is not luxury but that doesn't mean that you can't sell luxury so what right so that that's kind of what i've uh what i've uh, practiced and what i've gone by so um you know and and i i understand luxury is a different game but to be honest with you guys it, it's really not it's it's the same whether you're selling a 300 dollars condo or a 20 million dollar waterfront house it's the same it's still a transaction you know there's still going to be emotions running there's you know, I, I understand it might take a little bit more extra care and detail for the for the mansion, but at the end of the day, it's it's all the same. So. I love how you're so matter of fact and so stoic about everything. It's <laughs> uh, it's actually very inspiring, and it's, uh, no problem, guys. It's just luxury. <laughs> it's the same. But, you know, it's, it it is from let's say three hundred thousand to three million to like thirty million. It it is a little different, but Nabil just got himself involved with a team to learn and then once he stepped into that luxury agent identity then he was like you know what i am a luxury agent doesn't matter what company but i, I want to ask you this how do you become worthy for a luxury listing so this uh this will kind of go opposite of what i said before john so it is the same but i will be honest um it's luxury is not for everyone Okay. So it, you know, you have to make a decision. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. you got, you, you got to make a decision whether or not you want to be a luxury agent. And I think, uh, it, it does, it takes a lot of effort and going that extra mile. So, you know, for some of our luxury properties, uh, you know, your photo shoots, uh, your video shoots, you might spend like, you know, till two, three in the morning, countless nights, uh, mm-hmm. at the property doing the shoots. Um, you know, even to a point where when you have certain clientele, you're checking up on their property on a daily, weekly basis, you know, so really having to manage your client's property, uh, you know, going there to shut down every day, like, you know, some showings take could take maybe three or four or five hours for one showing, you know, turning on all the lights, the house, like, you know, so that might not be for everyone, right? Like, you might not want to spend three or four hours doing a showing and and guess what? After the showing, they'll call you and say, I'm sorry, my client, you know, client's not into the house. So it's like, oh, I don't get my four or five hours back. But um, so that's that's the thing. Luxury isn't for everyone, you know. Oh, I really appreciate you being honest about that and the work and the time that you put in. And it's I believe that uh, no effort is wasted. No time is wasted in real estate. Everything that we do is going towards one word, an experience. You are now more experienced than you were. That time is not wasted, right? So, you know, with that being said, do you feel like it is a lot harder to sell luxury real estate? Um, I don't, I don't think so now, because like you said, I've, I've got the experience now and from every, uh, from every showing, uh, every listing appointment, you know, whether it's gone 
successful or not, I've still taken that experience into my next, uh, you know, into, into my next appointment or next showing. So everything you learn from everything and, and that makes you a better agent. Uh, it makes you, it just makes you more experienced. You know, if you, uh, if you've gone into a listing appointment and you, you know, it didn't necessarily go well, you kind of know how to adapt and how to change things. So it's always about using your past experiences to, uh, to just keep getting better. Wow. Keep getting better. Keep learning through those experiences. The five hours that you were there were not wasted. You learned, which you can take to the next client and the next client and the next client. What I'm hearing right now is it's just, it takes a lot more time. It takes a, a little bit more effort, right? It's just, again, a lot of patience with luxury real estate. And this is a matter of fact, but you have to choose first choose to become a luxury agent. Right. And, and, and he said this very honest is that it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, but if you decide to, you can do it just like anything else. If you decide to, then anything is possible. Right. Yeah. So Nabil with the interest rates going up today, 50 basis points, All that. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? How will that affect the market? Do you think here in greater Vancouver? Um, you know what? I think, I think it, it, it was bound to, uh, it was bound to happen. Um, and you know, I always tell a lot of my clients that at the end of the day, like, you know, it, it it's healthy for markets. I mean, we can't, we, we've always had good years in, in our real estate market in Vancouver. It's, but, it, but it's sustainable for the market for this to happen. Um, and so I think, you know, we will see as we've continued to see, we'll, we'll always see buyers a bit skeptical, uh, you know, obviously tightening the margins, buyers will always be skeptical on buying. And, and you'll always see a lot of buyers waiting for that right time to, to time the market. But we all know that that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. So I think, uh, you know, what, what I've always said is in my opinion, I, I still think Vancouver is one of the best places to live in the world. Uh, we still have a supply and demand issue, land is scarce, uh, you know, inventory. So I, I think that we'll still, it will, it will be a little bit soft for the next couple of months, but just with where we're going into the future, I, I think that it, we will rebound. Uh, I don't see crazy 30% increases anymore <laughs> like we did in the past, but I, but I still think we'll, yeah. you know, Vancouver will still always continue to grow a little bit. So that's kind of my, my perception. And it's going to be interesting to see, I know, uh, there's no subject free offers right now anymore. I, I read that the other day, right. There's going to be like a three day rescission period. So that's going to be interesting. You know, lots of different factors from when I started to, to now it's crazy how much has changed. So. Yeah. Foreign buyer ban in yeah. time come January, uh, rescission period, all these changes that the government's yeah. trying to, uh, implement to, to kind of simmer the market. And I think it has, it has worked even with the news of it, it has simmered down the market, right? But what we know for sure is that, uh, 2023, we have 450,000 people moving into BC, 2024, 465,000 and 2025, another 500,000 people moving into BC. And we have lack of inventory and land is scarce, just like you said. So I think the future is bright, a little bit off topic, but coming back to you, Nabil. What do you think your five-year vision looks like? What do you, what would you like to do? That's a, that's a good question. Um, 
for me, I, I, um, I think I'm, I'm content. I'm not happy, but I'm content with what I've achieved mm -hmm. so far. I've always been someone that's been very hard on myself in terms of, uh, you know, getting to where I want to get. And, and I, but I think that's a good quality to have, you know, you can never be, uh, I mean, you can be, but, but you've also, you also need to keep growing and, and getting better every day, but I'm content with what I've achieved so far, but I think for me, the next five years are going to be really important. Um, so for me, it's about how it's about getting to that next level. And I feel like I haven't attained my freedom yet. So even though I did go to the world cup, I still found that I haven't reached that point of freedom. So for me, I, I, mm. I want to keep the team going. Uh, I'm part of a team now of a few agents. So keep the team going. And, uh, if I could, this is bold, but we want to, I want to quadruple business in five years. So if we could keep doubling and then maybe go like a, a quadruple in five years, I think that would be, that would be the goal. So right now, at least to get about a half a million in sales by, you know, by five years wow. would be the goal. I love it. I love it, man. That that's uh, absolutely inspiring. You again, it's so matter of fact, I like to quadruple, you know, people, when they say quadruple, they're like quadruple my business. <laughs> You're never too high, never too low. Very stoic. I love that about you. And what you said was really, really good. Nabil, you're content, but I'm not happy, right? You're content, yet you're ambitious. You're hungry to grow, but you're content with what you have now. I think that's the greatest quality a real estate agent should have is gratitude for what you already have. So you have that. Um, I guess another question for you is, and how, how do you keep your emotions so in between the lines and so stoic all the time? It doesn't seem like you get too emotional. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's just, for me, I've, uh, it's just, I think there's a couple things that, uh, that have always kept me like that. And it's just, it's kind of where my roots are, where I've come from. I've always been, I've always tried to be a person of, of integrity, just be humble. And, you know, like there, there's so much happening around the world, uh, which, you know, we all know of. And so the fact that I, you know, I live in Vancouver and I, I get to do what I love and it's all real estate. I, I can't, I can't ask for much more. Um, you know, so it's just that and, and, uh, and yeah, just, just being passionate about what I do. So, so just thoroughly happy that I, I found a career that I, I love and I enjoy and, and, uh, it, it can give me what I want. Um, so that's, that's, that's just where it, what it comes from. It doesn't need to be as hard as, as people claim it to be, you know, what you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's simple if you, if you really, if you really think about it. Yeah, uh, it, it really is. It, it, real estate is simple, we always say, but it's not easy. And you know what, you're so grateful for what you have as a profession here in real estate, the opportunity that it provides us. Uh, I think gratitude is huge. And you just keep going. You, you, you don't stop and you keep learning. And you keep growing and you keep your head down. And being a man of integrity, I think that's really, really good quality as well for, for real estate agents. So Man, uh, I'm just blown away and inspired by who you are, Nabil. Thank you so much for being here today. One last piece of wisdom for us to take into 2023. What would it be, Nabil? Um, I'm going to go into the integrity part. Um, for any new agents, uh, you know, that, that are listening and, and, you know, you might have, and I will tell you, we've all had clients. Uh, you'll have a client who wants to buy a specific piece of property or, you know, whatever it may be, but 
genuinely inside, you might not feel it's right for them. And you know, you can get a deal done, you know, you can get your paycheck, you know, but don't do it, just wait. And I guarantee you a better deal will come around and they're going to be happier. So it's just a matter of uh, putting your clients first, putting your clients first. But that's the, that's the 2023, putting your clients first. Yeah. Putting your clients first. And uh, from the great Russell Peters, be a man, do the right thing. <laughs> do the right thing. <laughs> do the right thing, guys. Nabil, how do we reach out to you? How do we join your team? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, uh, what's it called? Active on, on Instagram. So Nabil Galani is my Instagram. Uh, if you could just, you know, shoot me a follow and reach out. I'm always happy to help. And, uh, yeah. Guys follow Nabil for his journey. And if you want to, uh, buy or sell with him in the North shore, he's your guy guys. Uh, what a phenomenal guy. Uh, thank you for being here today, Nabil, for your contribution. And we'll look forward to seeing you in 2023. All the best to you. Thank you. Thanks sir. so much, John. Keep, keep, uh, keep becoming, uh, I mean, sorry, keep continuing to be a beast as you always are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Thanks, John. All the best, man. Take care guys. Have a good day. Cheers. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.